This is Oasis City Radio Music. This is Oasis City Radio Music. This is Oasis City Radio Music. Twenty-four hours a day at oasiscityradio.com. Tune in, iHeartRadio, and the Oasis City Radio app. This is Oasis City Radio music. Oasis City Radio. God is a God of joy. And God is a God of miracles. So today, I'm going to challenge you with some things that God has given me. And then I'm going to send you out to change the world. Amen. Well, let me share a little bit about who I am because I know some of you really don't know me. I don't know me sometimes either. But some of you don't really know me, okay? I'm Dr. Sandy Burkett. I'm ordained as an apostle and a prophet. I carry both mantles. It depends on what atmosphere I am in. And I have a PhD in biblical counseling. I shared with the first service. I've been in ministry for 37. I'm sitting down there, and the Lord said, July 1st, you started your 38th. I go, wow, God, 38 years. That, you know, that's a lot, isn't it? Praise God. Well, I want to also share with you a course that I have. It's called uh, Biblical Counseling Training. And there are brochures out on the uh, welcome table out there. Now, this course is designed to teach people how to help people. And it also helps you. We are entering into our 35th graduation our 35th class will start in September, and the class is being held here. So I encourage you to pick up a brochure, and I just want to know, how many breakthrough graduates do I have in the house? Let me see your hands. I know there are some. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Okay. Well, I so appreciate the podium. They had to work at it. See, if I had the big one, you would hear a voice in the wilderness. <laughs> if I had this one taller, you would sit there and go, okay, what's going on? I can't see her. Um, it would be like eating. I always have this happen. I go out to a restaurant, and the table's here. <laughs> and you feel like you're the very thing your mother told you not to do, Correct? One of the things that I have found in looking at uh, my vertical challenge is that um, it used to be when I went to the grocery store, uh, they, uh, people watched me climb the shelves <laughs> because I needed the thing on the top, right? Or they watched me get into the freezer. Thank God I didn't fall, okay? But then I got older and... So now when I go shopping, I give the grandma a look. 
and somebody always comes. So there is an advantage of getting older, praise God. So when I look at different things that God is saying, I want to ask you a couple of questions. How do you know you're part of Oasis City Church? Is that your wardrobe is divided into different types of jeans? Jeans for falling out in the spirit, jeans for being in your face, and jeans just for sitting. So some of you need to change your jeans. But how do you know you're part of Oasis City Church is you want to stay home from church because you're afraid some prophet will read your mail in public. How do you know you're part of Oasis City Church is when your hand starts to tremble, all 40 people come and ask for prayer because they thought the anointing fell on you. <laughs> but I am so honored to be part of the tribe. And those of you are first-timers, we call ourselves a tribe because tribes do things together. Amen. We're not separate. The Lord was sharing with me this following statement. My people are praying that they want to see in the supernatural. But how do you expect to see in the supernatural when you really are not seeing in the natural? Let me say that to you again. My people are praying that they want to see in the supernatural. But how do they expect to see in the supernatural when they're really not seeing in the natural? It's a challenge. It's a challenge. God wants you to see today that it is all about the nail. Sometimes the answer you've been praying for is right in front of you. Everybody else sees it, but you deny it. And then one day, you realize what you see is your own nail. And but only you can remove your nail. Nobody can remove it for you. Praise God. So our world is so busy that we don't take time to really hear the sound of life, nor take time to see life. See, we can become so busy, we miss what we want to hear. We miss what we need to see. And I want you to realize that you may not think, oh, I am, I'm not that kind of person. But have you ever gone and left someplace, the grocery store, the office, and as you're driving back home, you look over to the right and you realize there's an office building that's half built and you don't even know when it started. Because you were so focused, you missed what you was there and you did not see it. Or you go into somebody's home and you've been there many, 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 many times. And you're walking around and go, oh, is that new? Nope, it's been here forever. Because you chose not to look. You didn't see. You didn't think you weren't choosing not to look. But you were so busy focusing on what you wanted to focus, you didn't see. All of us can do that with each other. Because when we look at that, we can say, okay, God. Is my have, I can say this, you can't. Am I having a senior moment? He said, no, you just didn't open your eyes. 
There is a supernatural eye and there is a natural eye. We see in the scriptures, um, we see in the scriptures of Mark 8, okay, knowing what they were thinking, Jesus said to them, why all this fussing over forgetting to bring bread? Do you not see, say do not see, or understand what I say to you, are your hearts still hard? You have good eyes, but you still don't see. And you have good ears, but you still don't hear. Rather, do you remember? Neither do you remember. Now here, we've studied this scripture, and, we, and we've had the message here about the bread and the loaves. But I'm going to take this scripture to a different level and show you some different things. The disciples, the church, was trying to figure out how to feed the crowd their own way. And the Lord said, do you not see? Now, what he was referring to was the last time he fed the crowd. Do you not see? And when he says, do you not remember, they forgot their testimony. They were so focused, they could not see their testimony. Your testimony is behind you that's to be brought up to you so you can walk ahead. Now, there were three men, and these three men were visiting the Grand Canyon. One was an artist, one was a pastor, and one was a cowboy. As they stood on the edge of the massive uh, edge of the canyon and they looked over it, each responded with a cry of exclamation. The artist said, ah, oh, what a beautiful scene to paint. And the pastor said, oh, look at God's glory. <clears throat> and the cowboy said, I sure wouldn't want to lose my cows down there. <laughs> what you see and what you're looking at in the natural is where you are present not where God is taking you. You want to hear from God about uh, the answers. But many times, instead of a voice, he wants you to see it. It's in front of you. It's been there all the time. You just have not seen it. And then one day you realize, oh my gosh, there's my answer. When we look at the Old Testament prophets, we see in the scriptures um, and the, that God uh, um, used the natural things to speak. Say natural things to speak. And so he, in this, the revelation of the natural is what God gave them, but they had it. Moses had a long stick called a staff given to him. The staff may not seem anything but to lean forward, but God showed him miraculously in the Old Testament that staff had another purpose. That staff was to lead. In Jeremiah 1.11, Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? Say that with me. What do you see? And I said, I see a branch. 
or a shoot of an almond tree. Blossoming in late winter. In other words, right before me on the almond tree is a branch. It didn't say the whole tree, folks. It said a branch was blooming. It was out of season, but part of the branch was in bloom. And then we see in Jeremiah 24.3, Then the Lord said to me, What do you see? Say that with me. What do you see? Jeremiah. And I said, Figs. The good figs, very good. And the bad figs, very bad. So rotten that they cannot be eaten. So I want you to imagine that Jeremiah is up at a fig tree. And he's trying to pick a fig to eat. And there's the fig that's good, there's the fig that's rotten, and there is bad figs because they have spots on them. So God spoke to him about sin through the fig tree. Are you with me? And he was picking fruit. He did not have any idea that God was going to use it to give him a revelation. It's very important for us to realize that God does speak. And I, I want to give you some fun illustrations. And maybe some of them not so fun. But anyway, they're fun. Several years ago, the Lord said to my husband and I, and I'm so blessed, my husband's home interceding. Thank you, Greg, and watching. <laughs> Take what you've been doing and move it all to Westerville. And so God called us out of a church that we were in for 17 years. And we received a blessing to go. But we were elders, head of departments, prophetic teams, very, very, had our own Sunday school class, sometimes 30 to 35 people coming. We were very, very involved, and God said, I want you to leave that but not knowing where we're going. Because we didn't have a church to go to. And we're a ministry, but we're, we need a home-based church. At the same time that God was doing all this, he said, put your house up for sale. Oh, my gosh. So we put our house up for sale in the winter. And so we sold our five-bedroom home, acre and a half, a beautiful place, and moved to a condo. We were in all this mess of transition. Everything that we thought was normal had been turned upside down. And so I'm on my porch of our new condo, and we had just had a paver patio put in, and the paver patio was completed, but what I saw when I was sitting there having coffee with Jesus, in fact, I have a doormat at my door, said coffee and Jesus go together. And um, what I saw was this plaster-like stuff on my windows from the pavers being put in. I saw over the ravine that is our backyard all the foliage covered with this cement-like material. And the air had this quality of you were breathing in cement. 
And in fact, the paper was done, but we know that the stones were prettier than what we could see. And I'm on the porch in transition looking for where God wants to send us, not knowing clearly what he is doing with us. Anybody else been there? And as I'm sitting there with my cup of coffee, all at once in our area, it was not forecast to rain, but this bucket of rain hit our back. And then all my windows were clean. All the foliage was back to normal. The air was clean. And the paver stone showed the beautiful brilliance of it. And God said to me, when you are in transition, I'm adding an addition, but you will not see what it looks like till it's finished. So he took something in the natural. I saw it and realized something was very special about what I just saw. And then God showed me and applied it to where we were at because in this whole process, what was the foundation of who we were was very solid. He wasn't changing that. He was putting a patio on. He was given another place to add to. Some of you out here today think you're in a mess, but all God is doing is giving you an addition. And the rain will come, and you will see clearly what you thought was a mess is no longer there. But you will see the brilliance of what is to come. God speaks to us. I was out riding my bike. And out in the country. And I go and I turn the corner. And I hear this noise that I was very unfamiliar with. And I look over in the field. And there are three deer facing each other. Talking to each other. (laughs) Now before this I had never heard deer make noise. Because I'm not a hunter. But hunters do hear that. They were facing each other. Think about that. Facing each other. They were talking to each other, I thought. And I looked at this, and I got off my bike, and I actually I started talking to them too. <laughs> and I said, God, this is, they're facing each other. Not one deer over here and one deer over here. And he said, yeah, they're praising me. They're worshiping me in unison. Now think about that. What did I see? I saw something that was not normal become a message. Because we can worship far from here and here, but when we come into unity, our voice is very clear. We have two dogs. One is moose and one is bear. Moose weighs 8 pounds, bear weighs 10. So we have a moose and a bear in our house. So bear is the newest dog and still somewhat of a puppy. And so I'm at my office desk and I'm working away and I look down and my dog was covered with stickums. 
He had to stick them here, 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 every place. He had some type of stick them, and they were all different colors. Now, I was not happy he'd gotten into the stick ups, but he fell asleep on top of the rest of the stick ups, and he's covered. And then I had to laugh because it was hilarious. And I said, wow. This is so funny. And God said, what do you see? I say, I see a dog covered with stickums. <laughs> I see a dog with different color stickums. He said, Sandy, when my joy lands on you, it sticks. And it has different colors. And to me, it's hilarious. So God took something and he opened my eyes to see what do you see. We were taking care of our neighbor's dog and his name's Charlie and he's also a Yorkie. Both of our dogs are Yorkie Poos. And uh, we took care of our do her dog for six weeks. Uh, she went to Australia, New Zealand, Boa Boa and she didn't invite me. She gave me her dog. But I'm walking the, our moose and Charlie on a double leash because they're the same size. And I'm going and I'm walking. And as I'm holding the leash, one dog is over here and one dog is over here. And we're walking. They, they've split. They're both eating grass, but they're on their own side. Now, rain was not forecasted, but as I'm walking, I hear thunder. And then this wind started to blow. Now, when you're a little dog, wind is very frightening because it can blow you over. I know. <laughs> but as the wind began to get more of a sound, the dogs that were split actually came together side by side and started running home. Like a team of horses. And I said, God, what do I see? Say, what do I see? And he said, you see my church. They're all on the same leash, but they're all going different directions. But when crisis comes... They're unified, and they will run the race together. And as I was pondering that to share this morning, I shared in first service, I really think that it, it represents oasis. We're all on the oasis tribe leash, but everybody has their own opinion. And your opinion causes you not to be unified. But if we would get out of the pastures of opinions, because opinions are never facts, and come together in the vision, my gosh, how we can change Central Ohio. Yeah. And that's our vision. And so the dogs showed me, because I asked, what do I see? What do I see? I went on a vacation to Nova Scotia. And I thought the beaches would be full of sand. And they weren't. 
They're full of clamshells. All kinds of clamshells. Empty clamshells. Some of them are probably thrown there from the people that fished and brought clams and took the clam out and threw the shell away. And I'm walking a beach crunching the clamshells. And I'm thinking, this isn't what I expected. And this is, I just love it. I only have to ask sometimes. The Lord just says, Sandy, this is the church. They walk on the harvest, crushing it, instead of mentoring it. Whoa, God. He said, some people, which is the clamshell, are throwaways. But they're my harvest. Well, that was a sure revelation to me. What did I see? What do you see? God so wants to open your eyes. So many of you in here, I know this happens to you. I know that God will give you a phrase, and then it shows up every place. God will give you a number. It shows up. Unusual things will happen, and you know that's your sign. So last night, I was sitting on the patio, and um, on our porch part, because it started to mist and rain, and uh, it's still daylight. Say daylight. And I heard an owl. Owls don't come out in daylight. And we live on a ravine, and I could see the owl in the tree right on the edge of our ravine. And it was making the noise of an owl. Now, I can't mimic it. And I sat there and I realized as I was listening, when the owl spoke, all the other birds could not be heard. Because the owl was louder. And then I said, God, what am I seeing? The owl doesn't come out during daylight. The owl usually stays hidden, but it's right there so I can see it. And then it's making its cry. Now, the owl represents wisdom. And some of you who are in the dark place, you're looking for your owl. But God wants you to know that the owl will be in a place you do not expect because this owl was not normal in its position. And wisdom will come from those places you do not respect, you do not expect. Unbelievers can speak to you the word of God. That will just go. When I first got filled with the Holy Spirit, I was still going to uh, bars to dance. But I hadn't been there for a while, and it was one that I could walk in. I knew everybody. Not to drink, to dance. And I'm there, and, and one of the guys said to me, See, when you're short, everybody likes to dance with you because it doesn't make any difference what height they are. Anyway, what are, Sandy, where have you been? I said, oh, well, I started to go back to church, and I got filled with the Holy Spirit, and I began to give him my testimony, and this is what he said. So what are you doing in a place like this? I never went back because it didn't line up to my testimony. In 1 Samuel 12, 16, 
It says, How then stand still and see this great thing the Lord is about to do before your eyes. Now, I want you to see this scripture. Now then, what are you to do? Stand still. And then as you're standing still, you're to see. We can become so focused in life, so busy in life, we don't take time to stand still to see. We've got to take the music out of our ears when we're out there. Because you can't hear God and be plugged up with other things. You, silence is a good thing, folks. You can't see God if you're always looking on your phone. Because what do you see? It's not on Facebook during church. Unless you're posting me. God's challenging you today to look for him in places that you don't expect him. God is challenging you today not to think of how he's going to answer your prayer or your concern, but look to see what he is doing because it may be right there. Somebody here has been asking for, a, you want to get married and you've been asking God for a mate. <laughs> this happened to my husband. And he told God, if I ever get married again, because we both are, had been married before, I want somebody like Sandy. And so he said, all at once, he saw. It was Sandy. Are you with me? Sometimes it's right in front of you but you're too busy to see the nail in your head.